Sorry, you're going to be Oh, what? you tried really hard to record that. <laughs> yes, I have a little kink in my neck and it's bothering the hell out of me. And I can't, I can't look to the right without life sucking. Do you need to look to the right? What's over there? There's a window with sunlight that makes me just move your depressed. entire body to the right. <laughs> I do have a swivel chair. It's not the same. You know what it's like, I know, right? When you sucks. got the little kink in your neck and you and you just you think you can just bend it a certain way to fix it, and then you just can't. Yes, I think everyone it's can just relate in fact to you that. keep making it worse. I'm yeah. I'm making it worse constantly. Welcome back to Adulthood Friends. This is the discussion-based podcast where two former childhood acquaintances, now friends discuss the things that adverb josh um incessantly incessantly matter incessantly is our adverb of the week okay incessantly matter that incessantly it doesn't make much sense but who cares because it's it's not supposed to speaking of pains in the next i'm aya i'm josh and this is episode 17 our topic this week is anger so do you often feel anger josh (laughs) and how do you deal with it uh, what kinds of things make you angry? And where does that anger come from, do you think? You said Josh, but I feel like this is going to be more about you, but we'll see. <laughs> I think that you are correct. Should we get into it? Let's get into it. And we're back. So usually, Josh, we try to follow up our more serious episodes like trauma with something light and fluffy, like inspiration or social media or clouds. But today we we thought we might talk about anger. I mean, that could be light and fluffy depending on the context. Right. Do you feel that your anger is light and fluffy? I don't think I'm a very angry person. Hmm. I don't think I get angry that often. But I like how you just assumed my anger as if other people are as angry as you. yeah I think you were kind of the guest last week and the week before and it seems yeah let's let's throw this on you this episode I'm okay with that Aya would you say that you are sometimes a bit of an angry person um well Josh I would say that as you've put it in the past I feel like you're kind of leading the witness there but but yeah I, I think that I have I have a temper you have a temper. I don't always kind of let it out, but I do feel that my emotions are often kind of bubbling at the surface and sometimes they bubble over into mm. what may seem like anger. Do you feel like you're always at like, like your baseline is pretty close to bubbling over or like closer than others? Um, Not as much lately. I thought I kind of had a handle on it, you know, with like meditation and meditation, medication, uh, <laughs> yoga exercise all that another stuff. M? Another i was M really looking for can... another m movies movies no. medication meditation and mastication movies. lots of eating right oh there's all another the m in there that but we're not gonna, <laughs> I, I did I'm not, not say gonna that. go there <laughs> yeah that that could help too but so <laughs> yeah so I, I felt like i had some control over it or like like it wasn't bubbling and it was kind of nice like what i was describing in our mental health episode with you know, feeling like I'm normally a live wire and that suddenly there was sort of a, a casing or whatever you call that, like insulation on a wire. Yeah. And um, actually something happened last week and I kind of felt myself sort of, I don't want to say I lost it, but. You lost it. I think I lost it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? If you want to share. Yeah. Well, I guess 
I guess I should, I have to divulge something eventually, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Talk to us. Uh, today, I will be, I will be a therapist. So. Can I call in? I, I feel like I'd be a lot more comfortable if I were calling in. Too, you can um, call in? Well, what do you, you have some masters in something. I'm, I am not, no, my master's in film production, but I do have actually, you're a doctor of, what is it? You're a doctor of philosophy, a PhD in Hispanic studies. Yeah, that's right. And then, and we use that to say that you'd be my doctor yeah, exactly. last time, but I actually, I might not be a doctor in anything, but I actually have a degree in like psychology stuff, like Amazing. neuroscience. And so, you know what? That's got to be. So you're actually more. Am I more of one than you? You're. You're actually know. probably more qualified to be the call-in doctor. I don't know. That was my argument, but now when you say it, I don't want to. That's oh, not. I see. I'm sorry. Would you like <laughs> to say the argument? No, that's no, cool. It's fine. All right. It's whatever. Okay. okay. No, no. You can call me. Just call me Josh. Okay. All right. <laughs> As opposed to. You don't want to be. What? What would it even be? You know, my my dad is actually a Dr. Littman. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's a psychologist. He deals with criminals, though. I'm not going to be. I'm not that kind. He assesses like psychopaths and right. horrible serial killers and things like that. Mm. So I feel like that's not the kind of person I will be today. Oh, you're telling me you won't tell me if I'm a serial killer? I mean, do you not know? <laughs> I mean, I'd I'd like an outside perspective. <laughs> Maybe you know, I don't know. I think- I'm not a I'm not okay, a... this, I think this is going to, I think it's going to require another different episode to talk about that. Oh, <laughs> fine. All right. Let's start with the anger that leads you okay. to consider serial killing. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's start there. I want to hear about this, this story. The prompting events. If you'd like to share, if you feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's not much of a story, but to give you some background, we're in the middle of a worldwide pandemic right now. No, what? I know, right? So, okay, I have family, as many That's people good. do. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm not going to say any names, but my sister-in-law apparently decided that she's Out of taking... all the sisters-in-law that you have. Yeah. Well, she doesn't listen to this, so. <laughs> she might. She was She really, for the record, you love your sister-in-law. Sure. Right now, love is not the emotion that I feel. Oh, I see. You must be really angry. Who did she kill? So, okay. Well, now when I say it, it might sound not that like big of a deal, but basically she, okay. She has four children. I understand blah, blah, blah. That's difficult. But basically, even though it's a pandemic yeah, and Ontario's more or less under lockdown, but not enough of a lockdown, blah, blah, blah. Nobody wants to hear this because everybody hears the news every day about it, but well, actually the people in America who are listening don't know what's going on in Canada necessarily. Oh, fair enough. So yeah. Canada was okay at one point, but actually we're doing pretty badly considering that other people are getting the vaccine. In terms of vaccines, we're doing really poorly. Yeah, you guys are a bit slower. I say you guys, like, because it's not me right now, because I'm over here. Exactly. But... Yeah. No, we're way slower. Um, it's really frustrating. So, yeah. I mean, they are coming out and it's it's a slow process, but kind yeah, of like- I'm actually, I should mention, I'm- You're vaccinated, vac- right? I am half, I'm, I've got my first dose of Moderna. That's awesome. I'd love to get a first shot yeah. of anything. LA's opening up pretty, actually, I think they just recently set a time to uh, open. I think it's going to be June, in June mm-hmm. 15th or something like that. They want to fully get back to normal, like economically or something. Right. I don't know if they're going to stick to it. Right. But... And I understand, I understand everyone wants to get back to normal and there's lots of layers to this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But they closed down the schools. My 
my family's they're living in the uh, very populated part of Ontario actually the part that's kind of the most had the most problems so far um, in the Toronto area and the school is online right now for that reason and my sister-in-law has decided well I'm going to take my kids to Florida mm, Florida and Florida is not exactly known for being Florida's where we make all the jokes about people who are d- dumb <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um, I don't want to say that I know well, I have a lot of friends who live in Florida they're not dumb I just that's the you know like all the news stories like Florida man gets his pelvis caught in an alligator or something right like, yeah that's usually Florida right and, <laughs> but stereotypes aside what I thought you were going to say was that they they weren't one of the states handling the oh no that's that was part that was where I was leaving that's part that. of so it, naturally right? so. they're one of the states I mean, they have a pretty, in my opinion, dumb governor. But anyway, right. now I feel bad about all my anybody who really, who I don't know who loves Florida. You can love like Miami Beach, but does anyone love Florida? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So that's the thing. Um, my my parents, who I think have been very, I don't agree with them on a lot of politics, but they've been really good during the pandemic. And so they mm-hmm. said, like, do you think that's a good idea? Like, as in, I don't think it's a good idea. Should you really be going? And, you know, they said like, oh, well, we did the research. We, they say they've read everything about it, but how likely is that, right? We all try to read as much as we can, but ultimately, if you think that you've read everything about it and you're saying it that way, it's more likely that you found the things that agree with the point of view that you were looking for. And you said, oh- Confirmation bias. Exactly, confirmation bias. That seems much more likely. And I understand, I think a lot of it comes from the things that everyone has been going through, you know, business isn't doing as well. It's difficult to deal with your kids, I guess, when they're not in school, getting all their energy out, like if they're having difficulties in school because the online system isn't working as well. Everyone's stressed. Everyone's upset. I get that. Yeah. At the same time, everyone's going through this and you don't get to just decide that you go that you deserve to go on a trip when one, you're endangering your own children who trust you because you're their parent and two, you're endangering the rest of us and keeping this pandemic going even longer. Like these people who feel entitled are the reason that we're still in a pandemic. Is that not true? Mm. People who think that they're entitled to continue doing what they think that they need to do to live. Oh, I need to keep living my life. No, you don't. Okay, we're all put on pause. As much as I say, like, I love, you know, being alone in my apartment, which is true to a certain extent. It's not like I don't want to do things as well. You think I don't want to go travel? Of course I do. You think I didn't want to, celebrate that I ended my PhD. Of course I did, but I didn't get to do any of that stuff. Everyone everyone is dealing with something. It, it might be a lot worse than that. I'm sure in many cases it is. Every, everyone has their own thing, but no one is entitled to just disregard that and do their own selfish thing. Whew. Whew. So anger, anger. You, how do you feel now that you've let some of that out? Not better, not better. Because not this, better? Is, Why not? this is actually a fraction of what I was expressing when I found out all of this stuff. Really? And me, for me, expressing anger that way doesn't make me feel better. Because then I feel bad that I said these things. I feel bad that I might hurt someone. I feel bad that I still feel bad and it didn't do anything. But the problem is it's not, the problem isn't resolved to you right now. So the anger hasn't gone away. No. And part of it is also like, they know they're not supposed to, but there is no real restriction on non-essential travel. So no one's actually going to stop them. And they're also bypassing. I didn't bypassing. realize that. 
Is it just, yeah. it's, it, not every state probably allows that, but Florida is one of them that does, I guess right? Florida is one of them, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. sure, I'm not sure exactly, but yeah, there are still flights, so people are like, well, if there's still flights, then why aren't I, and I mean, it includes yeah. politicians to this too, like it's, it, it's just certain people don't think the rules apply to them, um, and you know how I feel about rules, but these are rules that are there to help all of us, so it doesn't really make, I, I don't think it's okay to just ignore them, and part of it is also, um, and so instead of flying back into Toronto where they would have to stay at a hotel and pay extra money to be in quarantine there, which under fine, they don't agree with whatever, they're flying into Buffalo and driving over the border. And it's like, so you're specifically going out of your way to avoid doing the things that you're supposed to do. I just like, listen, anger is a secondary emotion. It comes from other things. My first, my first feeling is not anger. My first feeling is, well, I mean, I, I fear for my nieces and nephews who I love, like they're, they're little kids. It's not their fault. I'm sure your mother probably agrees that this is not a good idea. She agrees that it is not a good idea, but she doesn't. Um, well, she, she doesn't really know what to do. She, I think she feels as powerless as I do. Right. And that, would you say that that powerlessness is part of what triggers that feeling yeah. of powerlessness triggers this anger because you have no other recourse emotionally. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like it's all this like energy to do something and you can't do anything. So in my case, it comes out just as this negative, like spewing horrible things. And like, is there this part of you that wishes that, you know, it's like a, it's like a Hail Mary or whatever that last ditch sort of go get angry and somebody somewhere hears you and it makes a difference, you know? Yeah, actually, that's a really good way of putting it. Somehow it feels like the anger should make a difference. And I said, like, mm -hmm. I said some crazy things when I initially lost it. Like, this is light. This is a lighter version. This, this is, is a lighter actually version. getting less angry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is, this is after, um, you know, like four days of, of the anger simmering. But yeah. Yeah. I stayed up like trying to think of different ways. Like, Ooh, maybe I'll put it, maybe I'll call the plane and say there's a bomb on it and see what happens. And Ooh. maybe I'll like, I was just so upset also at just the selfishness of people like that. And I just yeah. thought like, they'll just keep doing it and they don't care. And one of two things will happen if, you know, I can make as big a deal about this as I want, but only really one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to go they're going to come back. Everything's fine. And they're going to be like, see, you're worried about nothing. I am a big deal for no reason. Or something's going to happen to them. And it's not like I'm going to be there like, see, I told you so. I'm going to be like, I'm still upset that something mm -hmm. happened to you. So it's a lose-lose. There's no good ending to this. And it's just, um, okay. Oh, So All right. you know what? I don't know turn. if this is the right, this is not the therapist way to do it, but can I, can I say something to maybe relate a little bit and maybe sure. see if there's anything yeah. you can, you can grab from, yeah, let's from, hear it. from, from, from here, because when you say this, it, I have a somewhat similar story. Mm. Um, as you know, so my, my dad has, has been fighting cancer for a decade. Yeah. <laughs> right. He still has it technically, or he might have it. Like he, he takes, he takes chemo still, like low dose chemo mm. constantly. And he lives at home. Okay, as of just recently, he lives at home with my, uh, both of my brothers. But I think one of my brothers just moved, uh, moved out of the house actually. Oh, okay. just, I mean, like within the last month. <laughs> okay. But so my youngest brother is a nurse and which makes him 
like he's I've always said he's the most gainfully employed of all of us <laughs> and he's the closest thing my dad's going to get to a doctor in the right. family <laughs> he's always wanted one of us to be a doctor and I think I'm like well you got a nurse that's, that's close you got enough. a nurse and a master's degree in film right uh, kind of adds yeah. up to a doctor yeah <laughs> kind of not at all um anyway <laughs> so obviously I've, I've been worried about my dad during this pandemic because he is immunocompromised and as an immunocompromised person that means if he were to get COVID and at his age he's 70 now I would say he's exactly the highest risk yeah yeah he's in both in both age and yeah age and and no and immune system all that stuff right yeah so I was and I'm very scared about this so I remember saying to my brother Alex I'm like I know you're he's smart. He's a smart guy, a very smart guy, but he's a nurse and he lives at home. I said, well, maybe, you know, you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't maybe be living at home <laughs> with, with our dad. And uh, he immediately got defensive. He's like, what do you, what do you mean? What are you saying? I'm like, I'm just saying that like, I know that you're smart and everything, but like you work as a nurse at a hospital yeah. around, you know, there's going to be a higher incidence of COVID there. And you're dealing with people with, you know, who are ill, it's more easy for you to take that home. Maybe, you know, given that if dad gets this, he could die. Maybe you don't want to live at home. He's like, you're saying I should move out of the house. I'm like, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just, I'm just saying that's something to maybe consider given that this is pretty serious. And he's like, well, how about, why don't you move out of your house, Josh? That's how he responded at the time. And I was like, I'm not attacking you. I'm not attacking you. I, 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 he definitely felt defensive about this. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I'm a really, he basically told me how he took more precautions than other nurses. Even he really took this seriously of anyone who's going to get it. It's not going to be him. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so, you know, I was, okay. I wasn't angry. I was like, okay. He actually was so confident. I actually felt a little better. I was a little still concerned, but you know, my brother's a nurse. He understands how this stuff works. I'm like, okay. Shortly after he got COVID. Oh no. He did. He got COVID. And I didn't even find out. I, I, I can understand why he might not be, want to be the one to have told me and neither did my other brother. And my dad didn't tell me either. My other brother's girlfriend. Oh, geez. Told me. Yeah. She was like, Josh, I have to tell you this because I feel like, you know, this happened. He's like, your brother's okay. Just to let you know. Uh, your dad's I think he he was getting he got tested and everything they weren't sure yet right Mm -hmm. Uh, but he's like your dad's not being smart about this he's like he's like trying to go into my brother's room and talk to him and do stuff with him and I'm like oh my god Uh, so first I I I reached out to my brother and I could tell he probably was concerned I was gonna say like I told you so no of course not in that situation though that's not what you're gonna say right right? yeah yeah. so that's not it immediately all I said to him was I I think I texted him I was just like hi I'm glad you're you're okay I love you and I'm sure you're doing everything that you can yeah to to be safe because this is the situation now can't go back in time yeah and I was just very I mean they were living together in the same house, interacting with each other when he had COVID because obviously he would have had it before he knew for a bit and not known. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So my dad got tested and he didn't have it, it it seems. So Hmm. holy shit, lucky, just lucky. Right. 
that's to me that was this close to like <laughs> he could be dead right now. So, okay, phew, right? Everything's okay, thank yeah. God. You know, and also my brother Alex, he's being smart now. I mean, he, to his credit, you know, he apparently like locked himself in his room and right. he like was ordering delivery to his door. Oh. And basically for just two weeks, he just didn't, you know, he understands this. Yeah. He was working at the hospital. He understood yeah. how, how, you know, that this thing could be deadly. And he, he worked to stay away from what I understand. Okay, good. Good on Alex. My dad, I keep getting reports from my, my brother's girlfriend that he's, he's trying to go into his room and talk to him and hand yeah. him things and mm-hmm. bring him stuff that he's washing his clothes, his laundry no doing his laundry or his dishes and I'm just like what are you doing yeah and I call up my dad I'm like dad what are you doing and he he literally he said to me he's like I have more important things to worry about and you know the logic of that is very skewed yeah yeah right Mm -hmm. I'm like hey you can worry about both of the things yeah (laughs) I mean you can this one is very immediate (laughs) like Mm -hmm. This is a very, if you do this, this could happen. Like, yeah, you know, take some responsibility there. And it's so obvious to me, like, just stay away. I know. How hard is it? Now, here's the thing. I'm thinking, like, can you leave the house? Apparently, because of what happened, the quarantine rules is because my brother had it, everybody in the house with him had to quarantine with him. Right. That's the rules. That they, my dad had to stay in the same house. Oh, that doesn't totally make sense, though. If he was tested and was negative, he should be able to quarantine elsewhere. I don't know, though. I'm not sure when he got tested, to be honest. I might be forgetting. But also, even so, they might have still required for for two weeks. Right. I mean, clearly nobody's watching this if they also just let people fly to Florida, so... But yes. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm basically, sorry, to, yeah. but because there was someone that they knew, there was actually a public health person who came to the house to check. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, the public health person is, I'm like, dad, their job is not to keep you safe here. Their job is to keep everybody else safe from you. Yeah. Like these people are coming to make sure you don't, that you guys are like <laughs> yeah. staying here. Right. And they're going to tell you what you should do. Like, st- like literally they said, stay away from him. Yeah, you know, my, my dad was having trouble following that very simple advice. Mm. Again, I love my dad, but this was making me go insane because I'm. Again, also my brother's my other brother's girlfriend was was pretty smart. Was pretty smart about things. She was like washing everything that was coming in. She, oh, that's she was, nice. was, was giving me some peace of mind. Yeah, but other than her, like I felt, and you know, my my youngest brother again the nurse he's locked himself in his room so that's the most he can do he can't be helping in any other way yeah I though I felt like I had no control I felt powerless yeah yeah exactly and that powerlessness led me to anger yeah so you were angry wow okay it was a little bit it was a bit of a and I thought it was a controlled anger in many ways right (laughs) I did and for me it's very rare to get angry uh very very rare I'm not like bubbling over most of the time or anything like that, <laughs> but like, I'm imagine I'm on my phone with my dad and it's like, I call him and I see my brother, like I see them in the background or something like, yeah, it's like, they're taunting me with because yeah. Ooh, like what's going on. It was like a joke to him. My dad, my dad kept making light of this. My dad, mm-hmm. he seems to make light of really serious stuff sometimes. And I don't know. It's very strange. It was very upsetting to me. So yeah, of course. Yeah. I got to the point where I started yelling at him over the phone. When wow. I found out what he was doing. I was screaming at him over the phone. 
And my dad immediately, when I start yelling at him, it's like I'm yelling at a child and I, he just starts, you know, like, you know, and I feel, then I feel really bad. But then again, I'm thinking, should I be feeling bad that I'm trying to save his life? Yeah, it's definitely coming <laughs> from a good place. And you don't get angry right? very often. I feel like it, it's extra terrifying when someone who doesn't get angry often gets really angry. For some reason, that is just- That can be, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it can be very scary. But I wasn't, I felt like I was angry with a purpose. And I'm sure that's what you feel like too, right? With your, For sure, your yeah. You're angry with a purpose. It's not, you're not just, you haven't just lost it to lose it. Like, no, you are, of course not. You, I, my anger would subside if he were to act better. Yeah, my anger. Yeah. And the worst thing is he would tell me, yeah, my dad would say, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then I'd find out through other sources that he wasn't doing the thing that he said he was going to do. And I'm like, do I, I'm like, I'm, it's your life yeah. in the balance. And anyway, eventually he was okay. Everybody was okay. Tested negative. Yeah, luckily though. And, and since then, like I said, my brother Alex did actually move out of the house. I don't know yeah. how much this factored in, but maybe a little. Um, mm. But he did leave. And also my brother's been posting all this information online on social media about mm. vaccinations and the science of everything. And I really feel like he's been very proactive and trying to do good. That's great. I don't know if it's to make up for that or not, but. Well, I mean, he didn't do anything wrong. I, I don't want to disparage my brother. Like Your brother didn't do anything wrong in that story. Like other than Alex? living at home. Yeah. Uh, I, mean... I think he, the only thing I would say is that he was just a little bit overconfident. Right. He was certain that he had this control right. over something that I think we can all admit. We don't have to, it's a virus. Like it could, who knows how it's, you know. Thank you, therapist Josh. That is very relatable to me too, because the way that they're talking about it, you know, I understand it's their kids. They're the ones responsible for them. So they can take them wherever they want. They of course wouldn't do something to endanger them. I understand that they don't think they're endangering them, but they're endangering someone for no reason. Like, so I understand, mm -hmm. I, I get it. Like it sucks having a bunch of kids at home. I'm sure that sucks. Maybe yeah. don't have so many. <laughs> uh no I'm just kidding I love I actually don't want that I, I you know my nieces and nephews are the best but I do let's can we sidebar rants for a moment yeah yeah that's sidebar rant I love it when you sidebar rant sidebar rant people who used to tell me about how I should have kids soon I gotta find a nice Jewish boy and have some children um now we see how you really feel about having children because as much as you may love your children, you apparently don't want to spend very much time with them. <laughs> I understand it sucks sometimes, but that's what you get for procreating. <laughs> Everyone acts like they're doing the world a big favor. Oh, look at me. I popped out some babies. You know what? The world is overpopulated. You're not doing anyone any favors. So, except for yourself. Tell us what, tell us, tell us what you really think, Aya. <laughs> oh my God. I definitely need to edit this episode no. so I can edit out myself sounding like a... <laughs> no, I love it. I love hearing, because like, this is the episode on anger and we get to see some real anger. Yeah. Uh, that you, again, do you I feel like anger out. begets anger though? Like when you're angry yeah. about one thing, you start thinking about all the things you're angry about. Just yeah. like when you are worried about one thing, you start catastrophizing, right? Well, that's, you know what? Part of it I, is not just that, I'm not just angry about, like, at first, I'm just angry about the situation. I'm angry about what they're doing. I'm angry that nothing I can say or do is going to change it. I'm angry about that. And then I'm angry that I'm angry. 
and it just keeps building on each yeah. other. Then I'm I'm angry that I'm losing sleep over this. I'm angry that I can't think about anything yeah. else. I'm angry that I'm turning into this person who rants about stuff. I'm angry that I'm turning into yeah. a person who criticizes I criticizes other people for their choices. I don't want to. You're, you're do making that. me a worse person over this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it's not them doing it to me. I know it's all me, but I feel you on that. I feel you on that. But I really I don't want to be this person. I don't want to tell people what to do. I just, I would love for people. It's like, can everyone just not be assholes so we don't all have to get angry at them? <laughs> That's an oversimplification, <laughs> obviously. I remember saying to my dad, like, if you can just, like, if not for yourself, yeah, so I can sleep better tonight. Yeah. And so I don't keep yelling when I don't like doing that. Can yeah. you please take, better care of yourself and and treat your and, and care about you like I care about you you know oh, that's a nice way of putting it yeah no I wish I had your like calm or your ability I mean, to, like, like I said my dad is a, a different person everything's different I know there. I know and so I mean maybe a better person to if I focus more on my brother like I would never yell at my brother. He's a lovely person. I don't know if you've met my oldest brother. I mean, both of my brothers it must are awesome. have at some point. Yeah, I bet Eitan, right? Yeah, so both of them are, uh, it's not like one is- Eitan and Elon. Elon, I yeah. can talk to very much, very easily. Eitan is like, he's like the nicest guy you'll ever meet. He's just like, he's just like very sweet, kind of, he can be soft-spoken. He has his opinions, but like, he's very diplomatic and like compassionate when he talks to people, like- hmm. I don't think it's possible to be angry at him. And he's a person who doesn't get angry. So like, if he ever does, it's very, fr he's one of those people where if he gets angry, it's scary because it's like, yeah. oh my God, like he got angry. He doesn't get angry. He's not, that's not, he doesn't usually lose control of his emotions. He's, um, mm. and I know that he wouldn't do anything on purpose, mm. but I don't know. And I, I shouldn't just blame my sister-in-law, but I can't blame my brother without having the the cognitive dissonance of blaming like um someone that I love so much or my nieces and nephews who are children and shouldn't be blamed anyways but so. they're all you're saying it's all tied together and it's sometimes though the people yeah. we love we get angry we get angry for them you know well yeah we get angry at them and then we get angry for them right well, and yeah I'm sure yeah. you're you're angry right now your sister left sister-in-law for her for her and her family, like, right? Yeah. Yes. Also, but again, let's break it down, right? You have, you have so many different pieces here. Like, I know. That you're angry about, right? You're angry. I'm about angry about that. so many different things. You're angry about their potential to hurt other people, potential yeah. to hurt themselves. The fact that you have to yourself, you put so much effort into not doing the things you love to do yeah. to other people, and she's just like, whatever, right? That's how it yeah. feels. Yeah. Yeah. And so Thank that's you. another one of those things. Uh, so you have a societal issue, you know, relating to society there. Yeah. Yeah. I can see you have very, you have a, a lot of different levels of, and angles of your, of your anger here. Right. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. And it could all in your mind, it could all just go away. If she doesn't take the kids to Florida. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, that's a really good way of putting it. And I also, I didn't even mention. So my brother is also immunocompromised. That's important. Yeah. It's like, and I mean, he's not going, but, but no, but they could bring it the back. Point. And then, yeah, exactly. And, then, and even okay, they're getting tested before they leave, but they're also going to be on a plane with people, and then they're also going to be traveling, and they're also like, it's just, and if they're kids, yeah. and they're going to be in Florida where mask protocol is not the same as it is here, um, mm -hmm. and even the way it is here, people still don't follow it half the time. But like, yeah. 
if they see other people not using masks the same way, they're going to be like, oh, okay, so we don't have to the same way that we've been told we have to. Or, you know, like, and I, I don't know. Okay. I, I know I shouldn't go back onto the details. <laughs> no, I get it. And it's easy to loop on it because the problem isn't solved, right? I am looping. The problem is not solved. How do you not, right? Yeah, exactly. Because to you, there's a clear line of logic. Yep. Like no matter which way you look at it, the positives that you think she sees are easily outweighed by the negatives. Yes. That should yes. be more highly prioritized like the rest of us are supposedly prioritizing. Yeah, yeah. And you just you can't fathom how somebody doesn't see that. Right. And again, when yeah, I get very frustrated too. Like, I guess I would say frustrated rather than outright angry, but I get very frustrated when I see people not understand how statistics work and, or mm -hmm. the fact that they use their anecdotal stories. I know a guy, he turned out fine. So I should be fine. You know, my, my friend went to Florida and he came back and he didn't have it. So oh my God. you're like, that doesn't, mean yeah. anything like good for the lucky that look yeah. what if somebody used my dad's story now and they were like oh, look he, your dad was fine he didn't he didn't end up getting it luckily total yeah. it was pure luck but that was a perfect situation for him to get it yeah it was just lucky that it didn't happen right yeah yeah and yeah I should mention my brother and my brother's girlfriend both got it oh I didn't know that okay yeah, sorry yeah so the two of them yeah got it you know and I was angry like I said like I was so angry on the phone that people in my house heard me yelling in my mansion. Oh, I live in this old God. Victorian mansion. I said, they heard me screaming on the phone at my dad. But the difference here is I'm yelling at my dad to help himself. Yeah. Like I'm worried out of worry for him, right? Yeah. You have a worry about your brother and his kids as well. Yeah. It's a, it's a different situation. So I don't want to compare. I mean, anything. I worry about my sister a lot too. I'm joking a little bit. Of course, bit. of course. I'm, I'm joking. I love her. I should have said that way at the beginning when you asked me if I loved her. Of course, I love my sister-in-law. I've known her since I was nine. She is the closest thing, basically the closest thing I have to a sister, but. <laughs> you know what? Clearly, you know, the people that we are closest with, though, often we get the angriest at. Hmm. Let's be honest. You know, I can't really get that angry at someone I don't know. Right. I don't know. There are people I know who do. I can't do that. Like I'm thinking of all the times I've gotten angry in my life, like the most angry I've been. Mm. And it's only a few times that I've been that angry. They've always been at people who are very close to me. Who else? Who else have you ever gotten angry at, Josh? <laughs> you like, you want to hear this? <laughs> because I can't imagine who you would get angry at. Like, it's not that you don't have lots of, you have tons of reasons to be angry at people. That's not what I'm saying. I just, I know that like the way that you react. Okay, that also came out wrong. I'm not saying that you haven't had good situations <laughs> in which to react angrily. I'm just saying that you tend to brush things off or at least outwardly, right? No, I do try to, I think I'm, we're similar in this way though, though. I like to be in control mm. and I like to feel that I'm in control of my emotions. I think when people, and let's be honest, when some people, when they're not in control of their emotions, they do horrible things. Yeah. A lot of really bad things, crimes of passion. You know, mm. and people are just angry and they can't control them. It means they can't foresee the consequences of their actions. Yeah. You could feel something. I've felt these emotions. Like, let's be honest. There's a difference between like outwardly acting angry. Right. And feeling uh -huh. angry yeah. inside. Right. I have felt angry, but not acted like lost it. Yeah. Like you said, I think we're talking more about like losing it. Right. Well, I mean, I, I would like to say that I don't even like the feeling of anger. Acting on it is the worst, but yeah. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, neither. I try to control. It's like jealousy. I try to avoid even the feeling of it. Yeah, exactly. But there is definitely a big difference between feeling it and acting on it. Yes. I can tell you, like, I guess it has to be a very extreme, something very extreme where I feel like I'm not in control and somebody's taken away this control that has made me very angry, right? So for example, one of my ex-girlfriends, who by the way, is a friend of mine still today, is a great person. This is just like a one-time thing, right? Mm -hmm. But we were driving in the car and I, I was driving and she was in the passenger seat and we were on the freeway. And I don't know, we were arguing about something, like barely an argument, it was like a, a bickering. Like mm -hmm. maybe I was arguing, it wasn't even about us. I think I was arguing like, the reasoning of something that happened to one of her friends or something like it had it didn't matter that much mm. but it got I don't think I don't know if it got heated or she felt it just got really heated but she got so worked up about it she hit me in the head oh my god yeah while you were driving I was driving Jesus us on the freeway oh my god at what at 60 70 miles an hour or whatever it is and I literally because of where she hit me too I kind of like, what do you call it? Like I buzzed in oh. and out for a second. Like, I, oh my God. Like she really <laughs> hit you. Like I just kind of had like a, how are you still friends with this person? No. <laughs> sorry, Shirley. <laughs> it's not, it's not Shirley. It's not Shirley. Oh, no, it's not. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Shirley. Now I'm really <laughs> sorry, Shirley. That's <laughs> what I assumed it was you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not her. She never hit. I don't remember her really hitting. Yeah. Me. She didn't sound like the hitting type. Okay. <laughs> but neither is this other person. You never know. You, you never know. <laughs> but anyway, hit me in the head. I, what do you call that? I'm trying to think of the term, but like, like I, you blacked out for a second. It, no, because it was so quick. It was just kind of like my vision kind of went. Oh, you got like spots in your eyes, kind of something like it kind of went like it was just like I got dazed. It was a slight daze. Yeah. Jeez. And that's so scary. I, I was fine. We were fine. I might have swerved a little. I don't know. But oh my God, I lost it. Yeah. I did. I lost it. I, I yelled back so much. I lost my voice. That's how much. Wow. You probably can't even imagine that. Uh, I'm trying right now. Yeah, you saw my yes. eyes go up. Like, I'm trying to picture that. <laughs> I did. And, I, and here's the thing. She immediately, like, after that, yeah, she realized that she was in the wrong. Yeah. I, I said to her, I said, if this ever happens again, we're, we're done immediately. We're over. Yeah. This relationship is over. I, everything. I was like, this is my, this is our lives. You just threatened yeah. with an impulsive action. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think I didn't lose it. Like I didn't, it's not like I went and beat her or something. Like right. I didn't lose it no, like that. Yeah. But I went, I went a little, a little crazy. Yeah. So yeah, that I lost it. I guess when I thought my life was in danger due to something so stupid. Of course. Yeah. That made me kind of lose it. I mean, that totally makes sense. I think it has to do with that feeling of losing, of not having control. And it, it's even worse when it's from the people who are closest to us. Right. Right. Like I said, like my dad in the past, I think if ever I got that kind of angry, the ones I can remember are just my, for example, my brother, mm. my other brother, actually, I remember a long time ago, he locked his door, but he kept a hard drive with all these movies in it. Mm -hmm. uh, we have these like movies on a hard drive or something. And I wanted to watch them with a friend. And I'm like, oh, one second, I'm just going to get the hard drive from my brother's room. Of course, your other angry thing is related <laughs> to movies. I want to no. watch Stargate. Why don't you let me watch <laughs> No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was that it was so, it was right there. Huh. And I went, I wanted, so I knocked on my brother's door and he was upset that like, I woke him up. Uh -huh. 
and I was like, I apologize. I just wanted to grab something from your room. And he got, he got upset at me for waking you up. So we said no. And he wouldn't let me get the hard drive. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm sorry about that. Is it, can I just grab the hard drive? This is what we were planning to do tonight. And he just didn't respond to me. So then I knocked, I banged on the door and he didn't respond to me. And I banged a little louder and he didn't respond to me. Cut ahead 10, 15, 20 minutes. I'm banging on that door you couldn't open oh he locked the door and like he locked the door i'm banging on it like as loud as i can you can't like this isn't the one with like the hole no, the screwdriver out okay no i couldn't i couldn't couldn't get in crawl through the window okay sorry i'll stop i mean i was worried i was gonna actually knock the literally my other brother my dad they got up they were like what are you like can you it's really late i'm like it's not my fault it's his fault if he just <laughs> let me get that hard drive that you wouldn't have to be waking up right now late at night <laughs> and I did I totally lost it because any at any given moment I thought that he would have opened the door yeah and it would have stopped but it just kept escalating and he stubbornly wouldn't open it like in my mind I'm like really if it was all about him sleeping yeah then wouldn't he open the door because clearly right. I'm keeping him up by banging on the door for half an hour yeah. so it was like a battle of wills with me and my brother but that's my brother like I would never be that way with someone else right it's the people closest to you usually you know yeah I, I guess I don't often also, like, I should say, I don't often express the anger to the person. Like, I'll usually keep Ooh. it in and then just start ranting. Often my mother's good at listening to me rant about something, I guess, which kind of sucks for her, but she's very <laughs> understanding. Does it ever come out in other ways? What, like what? Well, sometimes our anger doesn't come out directly as anger or even about the thing. Mm -hmm. that, it, Like, for example, do you ever take uh, it out on other people? Well. In a relationship, to a friend, to a parent. I guess probably me ranting like this because I haven't. I'm not told... just talking about ranting, by the way, because ranting is very oh. like you're telling them the thing that's bothering you. Yeah. But maybe you're you're treating someone not as nicely because you're upset. I don't think I've ever gotten angry at someone with within like a romantic relationship. If I'm upset, I'll go like hide and think about things. I'll like at most I'll like hide in a closet and cry. You know, oh. <laughs> that wasn't meant to sound so sad. Like I'll be angry. And I'll be like, I can't let this anger boil over. And like, I don't, mm -hmm. for some reason, hearing people argue in relationships really like, I like, I can't handle it. I don't know what that, if that makes any sense. Like people showing anger, anger to their spouse or like partner bothers me in a way that like, no, I get that. I can't do it. So I think there are a lot of very high strung people in my family. You know, it's kind of a joke among Israeli, Israelis are always kind of yelling just at it. and my parents will talk to each other in quotes but they to me sometimes it feels like yelling <laughs> and they say they're just talking and I I'm like can you guys stop yelling and they're like we're not yelling and I'm like oh my god stop yelling and then I'll just yell at them to stop yelling it sounds like that joke about like you've seen it in a few different places where somebody's just like talking German to their family yeah. or something and it's like oh my god what happened he's like I just said hello yeah exactly <laughs> it's like that they're like no we're not yelling and I'm like it feels like yelling. It sounds like yelling. I, I don't know how to, like, how else am I, this is just how we talk. Oh my God. Fine. You know, speak, speaking of Shirley, because you brought her up when we were <laughs> dating, I do, I do remember her. I don't know if this is necessarily yelling or anything like that, but mm -hmm. she was telling somebody else like, yeah, Josh and I have been fighting a lot. And I was like, we have been. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, remember, she's like, we were fighting about this thing. And I was like, we were having a debate. It wasn't. Oh, that's different. We weren't fight. I was like, we weren't fighting. And she's like, I mean, yeah, she's like, yeah. Yeah, debates. 
like an intellectual debate we were having a like i i thought this thing and maybe she thought that thing and we discussed oh, it oh that's fun that's I, different. that's that's how i saw it <laughs> yeah. she was like she's like yeah same thing i'm like no. you think all of that is fighting super different she was like yeah. she's like yeah we were fighting what that's fighting i'm like you're telling other people we're fighting when we're just talking about stuff and we might not agree i like not agreeing with like people and kind of having a discussion i'm like Oh, this is nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's totally fine. I like having a real discussion and figuring things out. And to yeah. me, that's fun. I'm like, I was having yeah. a good time and you yeah. thought we were fighting. <laughs> yeah, that's so messed up. <laughs> but there's a nuance to this thing where some yeah. people think something we should we should point out, like what appears to be anger may not be anger. Right. But, the, but it could feel like anger and everybody can react to the same situation very differently, you know? So yeah, in the case of my parents, maybe it's kind of the opposite of that. They don't think that they're yelling. They just, that's how they communicate. And if you've heard Israelis talk, it's just, it's very um, spirited. Yeah. And then. uh, (laughs) I know what you mean. (laughs) And then, you know, but to an outsider, and I I think I'm highly, let's say highly sensitive, which it may not seem like Mm -hmm. all the time, but um, so it, it kind of affects me. I don't, I don't like the yelling, but Apparently, I got to do the opposite and scare my mom with my yelling about my uh, sister-in-law. So, how'd that feel? Not great. Not good. I was not, not good, happy. Right? I actually felt really bad afterwards. You know, there is something. Let's be honest. There's something freeing about anger, right? Like when you just say yes. "fuck it" and you say whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like I I used to actually envy that a little bit. Like I'd see it on TV shows where somebody just said the worst thing they could to that person. Yeah. And then they just apologized and we're over it the next day. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I wish I could allow myself to get to that point. Aww. Actually, no, there was, there was a point once that I, I don't know if I told you this story once before. I don't know. I think I talked about this, this friend of mine. We were friends uh, and he kind of be- betrayed me more than once. <laughs> so you remember in that Losing Friends episode, mm-hmm. he basically, again, control. He took away my control over something yeah. that we created together. And I felt powerless and he gave me a bullshit reason I thought I solved that bullshit reason so he had nothing to he couldn't use that reason anymore I gave him yeah a way to solve the problem that he said it was yeah he didn't care he just said let it go Mm. and I I wanted I mean this was something I created I wanted to have that that control of course as well and he he took it away and I said fuck you yeah, I did I said fuck you to him? But immediately again, that's that. And then felt terrible about it. I felt so terrible that in the next breath I said, "Never mind, forget I said that." I was like, I said, I tried it out. I tried out, fuck you. <laughs> I tried, I tried out that thing, you know, where people do that, and it didn't. Yeah, it didn't work for me. No. Uh, so never mind that. But obviously, I'm very uh frustrated, and yeah. <laughs> in the end, we seem to agree that he seemed to forgive me for saying fuck you. But I never got the control of my work that I had, I had desired. Yeah. But yeah, I had that. Obviously, we have that envy. We look up to those, not look up to, but I kind of get jealous of those people that are able to just kind of lose it totally. I'm and scared of those people. I'm not, I don't envy I'm scared them. of them too. I'm, I'm scared of them. them. Maybe yeah. I'm not using the right word, but the, it definitely seems somewhat freeing. And maybe that's what I like about the art sometimes and acting, for example, mm. where I can just, if I'm on stage and I lose it, you get that feeling? Yeah, and I would say that's a healthy expression. There are ways to healthily express yeah. your anger. And ah. I 100% relate to what you're saying with the... So, like, 
I know I kind of, I think I portrayed myself a little bit as someone who can express it. I, I hate expressing it. I feel very upset afterwards. And like half of the upset later, like the anger is, you know, anger at my own anger. I don't like feeling like that. Anger at your reaction. Yeah. I don't like being like that. And I don't really, I should also say, I don't actually, I don't think I really react angrily to people very often. If I do, it'll be in like a little, a cutting comment or a a little sharp, little snide comment. Exactly. It'll be a snide comment, maybe a little passive aggressive for a moment. But you like that being part of who you are. You don't like that anger being part of who you are because we're defined by how we act and you're like, damn it. I don't like the passive aggressive stuff either. No. I mean, there was something I did. I can even think of an example of something I said to you that I, that I automatically felt bad about. And like, you know, just in our professional uh, interactions. And then I was like, oh my God, I feel terrible. And you were like, oh no, it's fine. I was like, no, I feel terrible. What was it? Oh, you said there was something that I was, I was anxious about. And you said, oh, it's going to be a real thorn going ahead in the podcast, isn't it? Like, oh, and I said, oh, well, if it's such a thorn, maybe you can find someone else to, to podcast with. Fuck you, Aya. <laughs> well, that was the other thing I was going to tell you is, um, you know what, Josh, let's do a little exercise. How about you get to, no. how about you express some anger healthily? We're in a safe space right well, now. What is, the hel- what is a healthy way of expressing anger? Right. I mean, some people just have really angry sex. No, I'm just kidding. Let's take that out. <laughs> no, no, that's a, that is, well, that is a good outlet. That is, though. A, that is a great outlet. I mean, in a healthy way. <laughs> <laughs> in a consensual relationship. In a consensual yes. way. <laughs> Exercise. I think is a good, a big one. Exercise? Yeah. So you can take it, do you take out like punching a punching bag or something? Yeah, it doesn't even have to be that violent, but yes. When you were younger, did you ever punch a pillow? Like I remember getting really mad once when my my mom falsely punished me. She'd do this often. She she punished, it's something that I didn't even do. And she kept me from going to Simcha Torah. Oh. You know, like Simcha Torah, like uh, celebrations. I, I used to, that was my favorite Jewish holiday. And we'd go <laughs> with my family. Sorry, what? So That's what upset you. I'd be like, yes, thank you. I don't have to go to Simchat Torah. No, they, we'd go every year and there would be like this chocolate that I was really, this mint chocolate that I was really excited to eat. Oh. And I had to watch my dad and my brothers go without me. Oh. And my mom made me stay at home. And it was a whole year. Again, I missed out on it this year. And I was so angry. And I could never like express that anger to my mother because she could yeah. beat me down. So like... I remember screaming into a pillow, punching the pillow, just like, ah, right in the pillow, right? That kind of classic, yeah. you know, t- teen angst. Were you a teenager at this point? I'm sorry that I laughed at your love for Simpatora. No, no, no. It was it was a long time ago. I don't remember exactly how old I was, to be honest. I Close to it, maybe if not, I don't know. And then, of course, my, I remember my brother, my brothers and my dad coming home. My dad got me some of the chocolate. He gave it to me. That's so cute. You know, to make me... He, he knew That's so nice. that was like, anyway, yeah, we talked a lot about my mom and stuff the other episode, but I would get angry, but I could never express, I never yelled at her. I couldn't. Well, you weren't allowed. Literally, I got, I got punished just for talking back, yeah. just for disagreeing. So, oh my God, if I were to scream at her or yell at her, I can't imagine what kind of punishment I would have gotten. I had to I had to learn to you know work on that internally yeah as again as kids we are powerless we don't now yeah 
let's let's be honest, right? If you if you ruin a relationship or something, if if a friend cuts you off, you're like, okay, I'm yeah. fine. I can still go. Yeah. Do whatever, right? So you feel a little bit like you don't need that, but you need your parents to survive, and they mm. have total control over your life. So you can't, you know, you can't react. I also, we were kids, so we're also learning our emotions and all that. Like, right. you were, like, were you? I should ask you this: Were you angry a lot as a kid? Yeah. So I mean, again, there is the difference between acting on the anger and being angry. So, like you're saying with your mom, and I mean, I mean, I. I never felt that I could act out on my anger the same way that I know some kids like so I never acted out I think I was pretty like I was a well-behaved child but I do know that I felt anger a lot or a sense of Mm -hmm. um things being unfair or yeah things being unfair is a big one right yeah and like that bubbling over even now with your sister-in-law I think things being unfair is a part of your anger right a hundred percent it is injustice unfairness that makes me I think we probably can relate on this. Right. And I mean, the potential positive of feeling that is that it it can be a helpful anger. One, it is defensive. So when you're a kid, yeah, maybe you can't do anything about it. Maybe it's a misplaced sense of unfairness, right? Because overall, what they're doing might be good for you. Maybe not. It doesn't sound like it in the case of your Simplatora thing. But if it's an anger at being mistreated in a situation where, in a situation where you should be standing up for yourself, then it can be a helpful anger. It's it's making you realize that this is not the way things should be. So it's sometimes anger tells you that the way things are is not the way that things should be. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you. There are times we should get angry, right? For sure. Yeah. You know, you should get angry when there's an injustice going on in the world, right? Mm-hmm. If if an entire group of people is being treated unfairly exactly. or is being yeah. scapegoated for problems that yeah, you know, oh, all of this immigrants are are responsible for for all this crime no <laughs> it's not true it's a it's a scapegoating that's an injustice yeah. and that makes people angry and you know there's a lot of different people that get angry on different levels i have a housemate she's a real activist i hesitate to call myself that because i feel like more of an armchair activist like she really goes out there you know she'll protest she'll mm. she gets it's not just something she does she feels angry yeah on behalf of you know people on very large issues in the world right we need that that's great like we need we need people we need people like that in fact sometimes we need to sometimes get ourselves to that point it's very hard Mm. takes a lot of empathy I mean I mean could you get yeah I'm angry on behalf of people well I'm saying for some people it is right if it wasn't if it was easy to get to that point more people would would do it right right yeah, sorry, I'm be- I was very dismissive there. Of course, it's easy to feel angry for other people. I mean, as soon as, I think as soon as you actually see what people are living through or like, I don't know, I was listening. So of course, I was already upset about, you know, this thing going on that I already feel is an injustice. And then I was listening to a podcast that was talking about mm. the way things still are in Syria and the way that their lives are. And I And they talk to like these people. And I was just like, oh my God, the shit people go through and like our sense of what is okay to deal with and what isn't like, I just, I think it's very easy to feel tired and hopeless about the way things are going in the world and to detach yourself. Yeah. And I think that's one of the times where anger is kind of important because it's, it's a lot worse to be apathetic. It's a lot worse to be dismissive or to say, Oh, well that's happening over there. So, So it doesn't really matter. Or those people aren't like us. No, you just have to know how to channel your anger. 
Right. So there's a difference between just being angry about it and actually yeah. channeling it into something useful. Be angry with a purpose, right? Like if you're angry with a purpose, like I'm sure you felt you were being angry with a purpose in your situation. <laughs> but when yeah. you're angry with it, like you have to learn then how to take that feeling of anger and turn it into something productive. And right. first of all, I would like to say that, like you bring up a good point, you know, stuff going on in Syria, stuff going on in other parts of the world is so much to be angry about, right? And yeah. a lot of that starts with, what do we like to say? Empathy. Oh, right. Cue the empathy. Cue the empathy, right? The empathy podcast. You put yourself in somebody else's shoes at the other end of the world and you go, oh my God, look what they're having to deal with. Yeah. Now the problem, you, we see a lot of people who don't seem to be doing that. But sometimes, sometimes it's, it's these people that aren't empathetic, sure. But other times, I think some people are so empathetic that if they do, mm. it's like there's so much pain out there, yeah. so much to be angry about. Right. You're going to be angry all the time if you're yeah. constantly tapped into that, right? So it's easier to detach for some people, right? It's, That's it's true. Because if they do get into that, they're going to really, they're going to really get into that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's true. And I mean, I think even on an individual scale, like if I hear too much about that stuff, I'm like, I need a little break from that. Or like, it's like the way I can't read Holocaust stuff. I mean, we learned enough about it, but I can't. It makes you work. It works me up. It it just upsets me too much. And it's like, I don't, I don't want to feel this anymore. Like you find do you feel like sometimes you want to have control in certain when you're angry about something, you're powerless in another part of your life you yeah. might try to take control in a different part of your life. Yeah, probably. Somewhere else, right? Yeah. You might try to, if you're, let's say, angry at home, you might try to take control at school. Yeah, and I mean, we had guests who spoke about that as well, like being angry at home and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Michael Michael Lander came on to talk about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just saying, so you as a kid, how did that anger come out? It doesn't always just come out with you yelling and screaming, right? It can come out in different ways. Yeah, I think it came out in, you know, some of the... Well, as one of our favorite teachers used to put it, I could dish it out, even though I sure couldn't take it. But <laughs> I guess like making comments to people or just like biting sarcasm and things like that have always mm-hmm. been a, kind of a go-to outlet for me. And as you've gotten older, has that changed how that, that outlet at all? Have you gotten, let's say, healthier outlets? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think one of the big changes for me also was, I think I talked about this a little bit in the mental health episode, but I got a bit into um, CBT, which is dialectical behavioral therapy, but it was also like a group thing on emotion regulation. That's what it was called, emotion regulation. And it was extremely helpful in recognizing emotions. It was, I mean, meditation helped a lot too. I took a, a bunch of, a few different groups on meditation and that was very helpful. And being able to recognize an emotion without feeling that you need to act on it. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to feel the anger and you don't have to, if you try to reject it or push it away or explain it or intellectualize it, you're just making it keep going and keep going. So like your best, your best bet is to notice it, see how it feels. So like for me, anger is often it does. It almost feels like something's bubbling up in my chest. Like I just feel like mm-hmm. it's a very physical, it's very physical. People don't realize sometimes depression, anger, they create very yeah. physical, physiological responses in us. Yeah. Like your head will hurt. Your stomach will hurt your chest. For sure. Your breathing. It, it's physical. When you feel uncomfortable, it's not just in your head. It's yeah. you are, you're feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. And I mean, it's a little bit counterintuitive, but the best way, at least for me that I found in the is recommended is generally to to focus on it and let it be there and just say okay how does this feel so I'll say like okay 
feels like a burning in my in my chest like a bubbling over like mm. like there's a like a pot boiling over and spilling out into the horrible words that I say but yeah. it really does feel like that and and if you sit with it and kind of let it be there and and recognize it it mm-hmm. it does kind of subside it's kind of it's weird that way because often what we do. It's that insight a little bit. Yeah. You know, with Freud, like it was all about insight. If you just get insight, it doesn't. <laughs> the whole thing was he thought it helped, but really insight isn't usually enough just to know there's a problem. But I guess when it comes to things like anger and these emotions, it does really help yeah. to just under, to recognize it for what it is and define it correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So like saying, okay, I'm angry and I'm angry for a good reason and I can just let it be without feeling like there's something else I need to do or there's I mean easier said than done it's still really hard Mm -hmm. but yeah recognizing it being able to describe it writing about it that's a good outlet journaling writing about I mean hey you write oh and you said like plays I mean acting in the play but also just writing the play I mean yeah writing is a great outlet for it um driving (laughs) driving is fun I don't know sometimes because driving I don't know you drive while angry Pretty sure there's a movie called Drive Angry, actually. I feel like angry drivers can be dangerous. <laughs> well, I'm not angry about driving. I'm just, I'm angry. And then if I have good music on, I can kind of sing my way out of my anger. It helps dissipate your anger. Yeah, exactly. Or, mm-hmm. you know, going for a walk, going out in nature, all the the usual cliche stuff. Oh, but, it's cliche. I mean, it's, it's cliche for a reason. It helps. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're actually reading a a good book that takes me out of myself really helps watching mm-hmm. sometimes watching tv helps sometimes it doesn't but like good comedy mm-hmm. is usually my yeah. go-to I almost always am watching comedy or something comedic do you feel like it, it helps to be able to because as you're talking a lot of this is again taking back that control mm-hmm. it feels like that's that feeling when you have lost control you need to take it back somehow and it calms us to be able to feel like we have we have control again like being mm-hmm. able to express yourself for example is a form of control. Yeah, maybe. Like you're able to, or at least if you can't get rid of your anger, then you can channel it, right? Channel it into your writing, into your art. Yeah. You know, whether you're painting something or, I mean, for me, talking about it with somebody else. Talking you know, helps like, too, yeah. Right? Like I always, I use the word diffuse, like diffuse your pain. You can diffuse your anger. Like if you share your anger with me or all the people you're sharing it with. Oh my God. Look how many people you're (laughs) diffusing. You know how many people are going to be angry along with you? Diffuse or diffuse? (laughs) You like to say diffuse and not diffuse. I like to, I say both ways. Diffuse, diffuse. Diffuse. All right, we'll use diffuse for you. I don't want to make you angrier than you already are. (laughs) (laughs) And when you diffuse that anger amongst all these people, then, you know, it's not just you anymore and you're able to... You know, you don't have to have it all bottled up inside you. Now it's yeah, it's shared amongst amongst others. So it could be very helpful to to share. That's true. Actually, I did feel better when I shared like my anger with someone. I felt a bit better afterwards. Like they agreed with me, and then I was like, oh okay, and I felt a bit better for a bit. Mm-hmm. But it kind of kept keeps coming back sometimes. It comes back, right? It's never just. Sometimes something goes away, and then you get triggered again. Yeah, it does. Just like trauma can be triggered, I think anger can be triggered again as well. Mm-hmm. There's like anger triggers. Like, especially if it's something that isn't resolved and you're, you kind of weren't thinking about it for a bit and then it comes back. Right. Well, what you're saying about control makes a lot of sense. And I think the best way 
that I can think of is to turn inward because you don't have control over anyone but yourself, really. And even over yourself, how much control do you have? But that's different than saying getting angry at yourself. Some people do that. I don't think that's good either, right? No, I don't. That's counterproductive. Yeah. Like I remember my dad was one of those people, I think, you know, I think he was very angry after my mom passed and he got angry at himself. He blamed himself and all this stuff. And maybe I'm just thinking about this because we just talked about it the last episodes, but yeah you know, that kind of turning anger at yourself isn't the answer either. No. Like, you know, those people that instead of getting angry at others, they just blame themselves for everything. Yeah, that's painful. That's not, that's not much better. No. Better at all. It might not. No, by turn inward, I didn't mean to blame myself. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify. I know I'm totally right. I I meant to like, (laughs) (laughs) to turn inward and, and focus on my own anger. And kind of, mm-hmm. you know, recognize it and let it like, just let it be there. And yeah, okay, what does anger feel like? And then it's kind of like, because most often what we do is it's a discomfort. Like you said, it's, it's a physical discomfort as well. It feels shitty to feel fear or loss of control or even the anger that comes after it. But the anger feels a little better than like the fear and uncertainty. Yeah. Do you think anger anger often comes from fear and uncertainty? It's not just that I think it. It's it's generally described as a secondary emotion. So like e- anger is a secondary emotion. The primary emotion that might lead to anger is fear, uncertainty, anxiety, things like that. Right. Yeah. So in general, your primary emotion here with your sister-in-law and the kids, it's fear. Yeah, it's fear. I, anxiety. I'm worried about them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 I don't want anything to happen to them. I don't want anything to happen to other people. I don't want the pandemic to get worse because of people like them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want them to be those people. So anger is almost like fear plus that feeling of lack of control. Yes. Yeah. You know, and that's a, it's like a, it's a, uh, what do you call it when you're cooking? It's a, it's a, God damn it. Mixture. It's a conglomeration, a mixing, um, no. <laughs> a melting pot. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a recipe. God damn it! <laughs> it's a recipe. <laughs> oh, that was great. What's the word? A melting pot. A recipe. It's a recipe for anger. When you understand again how anger comes about, and like you said, when you can recognize it in yourself, where it comes from what you are, what the primary emotion is. Yeah. And then also how you can healthily deal with it and channel it, talking to others, doing art or expressing yourself, taking time just in general, whether you're walking somewhere, driving and letting it before responding basically. Right. So I also like, I have a chart for when there's kind of an overwhelming emotion and like, you can write out all the, the things. This is kind of a CBT, DBT thing. So you kind of, write out or think of what's the prompting event so what are the facts so the facts of this are you know your brother is staying in the house with your father who's immunocompromised right or my sister-in-law is traveling with her young children yada yada Mm -hmm. and then you have like the vulnerability factors so like are you often are you the type of person who intellectualizes a lot are you going to overthink this are you judgmental me are you often anxious about uncertainty. I mean, I think that's all of us or a lot of us, right? And then, you know, what are your interpretations about the situation? What's your emotion? And then does the emotion fit the facts? So, I mean, I think in these cases, these are kind of special cases where, yeah, the emotion kind of does fit the facts or like when your girlfriend hits you and you almost died, like that 
emotion. Yeah, like you're saying, I should be angry. Yeah. It's like, because there are times when you're angry and you totally shouldn't be, right? But that was a protective anger. And then yeah. you were also clarifying that this isn't okay and you can't do this and we could have died. And if you do this, we could die. Like, yeah, that seems like very valid. But like, there's also something called the action urge. So that's what I wanted to get to is the feeling that you need to do something. So hmm. an action urge that I had that I kind of mentioned jokingly, calling in and saying, oh, there's totally a bomb on that plane. They can't. Yeah. That's a crazy action urge. It's an urge. But it's not one I should probably, you know, um, act on. It's fun. Yeah. No, it's, it, as soon as you said that, it stirred my mind as well to think that I have any of these action urges, basically. Mm. And yeah, when my brother, because I, again, I'm all the way over here in LA. Yeah. I feel so powerless. I get, you know, what was going on at the time. I started um, thinking about what can I do from right. here. Yeah. Right. And course. some of those things were, I guess, pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking like, okay, how can I, how can I get everybody else out of the house or get him out of the house into, into a place by himself? Right. I was thinking like, can I get somebody to forcefully come Yeah. like pick my dad up and take him, you know, can I get everybody else to leave? Mm -hmm. What, what kind of crazy thing can I, I can't remember what I thought of specifically, but yeah. I definitely had that action urge for sure. In my mind, I'm like, well, if it, if it has a chance of saving his life, it might be, right? It might be worth it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I even thought of threatening to do something on my end to get my dad to do. Right. Yeah, that's another you know? one. Yeah. What if I go and I know you don't like me spending money, Dad? What if I go and spend a ton <laughs> of money? If you. That's hilarious that that's the. <laughs> Ooh, I'm spending like five dollars on parking when there's free parking over there down the street. Yeah. <laughs> But it's seriously, my brain started thinking of all of, like you said, like of course, yeah. you thought like yeah. calling in a bomb onto the plane, even though. I mean, that was the most extreme example. Yeah. Um, but ultimately you have a choice, right? So you have the action urge, but then you kind of think, what are my values? What do I want to act on? And you always have a choice. So just because you feel the feelings and just because you have the urges to the action, you still have ultimately a choice. So, and it's okay to feel anger, but it's not okay to call in a bomb threat, right? No, generally, it's not, right? right? It's right. Is that That's not? right. Okay, okay, just checking. Well, let's think of, no, it's not. It's not? Okay. <laughs> well, listeners, you call in and let us know if you think that it's okay or not. No. My brain went through a lit, I was like, is there any time that that would be okay? Not that I can think of. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's something, but. I guess if there's an actual bomb threat. Um... <laughs> if there's an actual bomb, then yeah, you should call in if there's a bomb. Oh my God. As long as you didn't oh. put it there. Well, even if you put it there, you should probably tell someone, but no bombs. Bombs are bad. So as you're, as you're a horrible therapist, this episode, I'm not, a, I'm not a good therapist, but I'm. You're a good therapist. Although you shouldn't share so much as a therapist. I shared way too much. I'm not a therapist. You're an oversharing <laughs> therapist. It's okay. And you also don't really, where's the therapist voice? I actually didn't think we had done the therapy thing. Cause I don't care. I don't care about the. Never spoken a in a calming I find that to be so disingenuous you do you don't like the therapist voice yeah you don't think it's I kind of like it but I also get angry at it at the same time yeah actually not angry too. angry like you get but I uh... get irritated at it as soon as <laughs> someone comes in with their therapist voice I'm like mm. but actually sometimes they're still awesome so give people a chance. they have to use that a little bit well as your non-therapist I uh yeah. I just want to, let's come back to this. So your sister-in-law, yeah. this whole issue that's been making you very angry. Where are you at with it right now? Well, just tell me, what do you, how do you feel right now about it? Honestly, 
I actually feel like I got a lot off my chest here and not just in the angry part, but in the working through the reasons for it. So actually I didn't think I'd feel any better because I've already ranted about this, <laughs> but at least for now, I feel tired of thinking about it. So Do you feel better knowing that you've probably done all that you can reasonably do. I don't know that I have a short of calling in a bomb thread on a plane. No, honestly, I think I, I actually haven't done all I can do yet. I was planning to like, just call and talk to my brother and see mm -hmm. if I can at least tell him how I feel. Uh, I don't know that that'll do anything. Probably not. But I think that's probably something I should do. I don't really want to because it's uncomfortable to tell someone. I don't like telling. People. You haven't talked to your you haven't talked to your brother about it yet. No. This whole time you haven't once called no. your brother. No. Her husband about this. No, because my mom has already pointed out that they shouldn't be going. There's nothing. Do you think there's something I'm going to say as his little I'm 10 years younger. You think there's something I'm going to say that's going to change their mind? So you're saying there's nothing that you're going to say that's going to change their mind? I'm yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm going to try. So that's that's something to that's something to understand. Yeah, I don't know if it will do anything. I I seriously doubt it. Well, I, I I'm so I've I've heard this. I'd be like you. I'd be I'd be as frustrated and angry. But once I've determined what I can't do, I I start looking at okay, what are the statistics here? What can what's going to happen to feel a little better? But then you, I can tell the other thing that makes you angry is they come back and they're fine and then they think they were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I get that. But that aside, you know, being also, right. Also, I don't like confrontate. I don't. You don't like confrontation. I don't like telling people what to do. I don't like confrontation. Yeah. I don't want to. I feel so awkward about. You already don't want to be a part of this. You have other. I don't want to. Yeah. About. I just want them to yeah. not be stupid. Do I have to tell yeah. them to not be stupid? So the thing you did, I think you did. You've done that. You know, the last thing I would do if you had a chance to talk to your brother and tell him how you, because you, I know you'd want to get that off your chest. Yeah. But then you've done what you can do. Because this is after really that. Being a therapist now yeah okay well here's the thing i some you have you you've heard this quote before right it's better sometimes to be kind than to be right hmm. and i that one i struggle with because i god i love being right and i know you do too <laughs> I, I i care a lot about being right no i understand yeah, that that's but not the i really yeah. that i that's stuck in my head more recently actually and there have been times when I realize that I think I'm right. And what will get me to calm down is to think, okay, what's the kind I've, I've already expressed myself. If I were them and I also, you know, wanted to defend my position and, and whatever, it's not right now. I'm not going to get anywhere being kind, moving forward. They're more likely actually to listen to me when my brother, um, when I reached out to him after we found out that my, that he had COVID and my dad was in danger my initial thought, of course, was to be, there was obviously a little piece of me that wanted to be like, aha, what did I fucking say? Yeah. What did I fucking say? Right. <laughs> but I mean, once I thought that's not kind, that's not yeah. the kind thing to do. And also what is he, he must feel bad at this point. Oh, of course. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I, I would never say no. that that's not, yeah. My point is not to be right. You know, I got my, I got my point across in the best way of like, I'm sure you will do, Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, you know, is <laughs> the best thing to do at this point. And I just want to let you know that I love you and I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. That was that I felt a certain after that, at least that like, it wouldn't have helped. It wouldn't have changed anything at that point. Once you know that what you, that you're, you're not going to change anything by being angry or anything like that. I really think that, 
then being kind can actually do some of the most because you've already actually expressed what you feel if you express what you feel and then you're kind yeah it might actually be more likely to no I think I think that's a good point and I and that was my plan was if I talk to him it has to be first I have to be calm so that I can say I can say things Mm -hmm. without being you know because I yeah of course the first thing that someone does if you're you know attacking them is to go on a defensive understandably yeah but yeah so just to um wrap up I guess yeah let's wrap it up but I want to like solve all your problems and all your anger yeah I can see that you do nothing just gets totally solved but if you feel yeah yeah honestly I do feel better I I I mean part of this episode was me being like I need to talk about this because I'm pissed (laughs) I guess this is a pretty safe space for you to share at least apparently I mean not in the sense that it won't be public because it's absolutely going to be public. That's the part that scares me. I don't care telling you. I, I care telling everybody. But, I think that's uh, the difference between therapy that. and a podcast. Oh, is it? <laughs> there are actually some podcasts that are therapy that people Yeah, post, but, but I don't think everyone knows what their name is. You know how are. most therapy is like confidential and it's all just yeah. between you and uh, me? Yeah, this isn't. So when I tell you it's between you and me, Aya, that, that's a lie. You fucking liar, man. <laughs> That's by default a lie. <laughs> you suck. No. Um, thanks for listening, Josh. I appreciate it. I'm thanks for sharing, Aya. Yeah, I figured you'd appreciate that I had a story of my own to tell this time. Kind of. It wasn't really a story. I but... like it when you feel like you can share. Yeah. Yeah. It would help if you talked less, but oh my god. I'm kidding. That was a joke for all our listeners, because Josh always talks about how much he just oh. he talks too much and He's worried that he talks too much. So apparently my <laughs> response to someone being insecure about something is to double down and attack them on it. Yeah. So thanks for being my friend, Josh. Cause uh, yeah. 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 Okay. And what we talked about today, just to recap, talked about anger. Talked about anger. I guess, obviously. And we talked about when is it helpful? When isn't it helpful? I think that's kind of a key takeaway, right? Yeah. Sometimes it can be helpful and sometimes it's important to be angry. And I hope that if you see injustice, that you too are angry about it. Mm-hmm. But channel it. Channel, channel it. it correctly. Healthily. Like don't don't go don't go punching your friends in the face when you're angry about Syria, for example. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that doesn't really again. That's, that's an that's unhelpful expression. An unhealthy, unhelpful expression of anger. Yeah, you want to channel it correctly. Like maybe unhelpful. express yourself by starting a fundraiser or or a writing podcast. a podcast. Of starting a podcast or oh writing a poem huh. or acting or you know all sorts of things that are helpful yep yeah and uh, and also we talked about where anger comes from yeah where it stems from like for primary emotions like like fear yeah it comes from the primary emotions that's right and yeah this has been another episode of adulthood friends this was episode 17 just uh for those of you, you who actually like said to that know. at the beginning oh my god you told me like four times to make sure I said the episode number so I said it <laughs> again and now oh Josh make me so angry no you don't and if you like us please follow us on Facebook and uh listen and follow slash subscribe on Apple Podcasts Spotify Google Podcasts Overcast wherever you like to listen and if you want to write like a little rating, I think rate review. Oh, that helps. That's, that helps yeah. actually get more. Not that I don't know that we want more people listening to this. We're happy with 
those of you who are no especially this episode we want as many people we want many people to hear hearing aya's concerns and things she's angry about as possible because we want to we want them we want you to diffuse your pain and anger amongst as many people as possible so that you don't feel as much of it anymore diffuse 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 (laughs) diffuse you can say it both ways can't I don't you? think so. I don't think so. I yeah, think that's diffuse, incorrect. Diffuse. I actually don't know, though. I'm going to stop saying that I think I know. Yes. So I can diffuse or diffuse my anger. I appreciate that, Josh. Thank you. And um, yeah, just tell your friends, hey, listen to this podcast. And um, this girl goes on this angry diatribe. It's uh, for some reason, I find it interesting and I'd like to share it with you. Yeah, I can't think of anything else there. So uh, how do we usually end this thing, Josh? Um... I don't know. I think usually like just kind of talking and saying something and then at some point the music just sort of. It just what, Josh? Oh no, wait. <laughs> You're editing this episode. Yeah. What does it do, Josh? No, 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 no. Okay, if what you want to make this episode do? extra long so that people don't want to click on it because uh-huh. it's so long, uh-huh. that's on you, Aya. Is it? Well, <laughs> you're the reason it's not ending. Is it? Is it me? Why is it me? Because you're in charge. You got to say the stuff to get the ending. Say what stuff? The magical words. I said the magic words. What are the magic words? I'm not going to say them again. <laughs> <laughs> Sing us a little ditty and then I'll end it. You know what would be a good little ditty? What would it? The 